0: Finna act like a And I finna pretend that I don't feel Just to be man and Cheers, cheers, oh. Pie fam hey. Welcome back another week hey.
1: Welcome, we welcome huh? Right <laughs> 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 Did y'all can get for a second there, huh?
0: You know, well you know as as we like to do in every episode We're gonna kick this thing off with some gratefulness
1: Come on, come on, come uh, on uh,
0: Sing friend. Oh, Sing friend. Come on, baby. Give it to us. <laughs> what, what am I grateful for the this week? What are you grateful for this mm, week? That's a good question. <laughs> what am I grateful for this week? Mm. You know what I've been doing? I don't know whether that's a gratefulness thing. I guess so. Like so I have been doing a lot of I've been trying not to like eat out a lot. Okay. Okay. Um, so you know, I guess I've been cooking a lot at home and I just kind of been enjoying it. I, I'm grateful for my space. And just all the things I'm able to do. Let me give a roundabout.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm mm.
0: grateful for my, my home and my space and all the shit I'm able to just do up in there. Mm. And yeah, that's mm. what I'm grateful for, my house.
3: We love to save space. Okay. heard that. Heard that.
0: Here at Blue the Podcast. Uh, here at Blue the Pod. Yeah. Two
1: snaps. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'll, I'll go next. I will say for anyone who knows me and my um, home makeover journey, like every year, I have, like, added new pieces of furniture. Yeah. And what I mean by that, like, the first year, I just had, like, a couch in my bed because I said, fuck everything else. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, okay. four years later. gratitude to a couch in the bed. <laughs> but listen, okay, like, you know, it, <laughs> and it's not because I couldn't afford it. It was just, like, I'm the only person here. Like, why well, don't I need all this extra not shit, right? Problem, you know? Yeah, it's but th- that was the young mind, though. Now, mm-hmm. now. Um, On your grown man shit, I got um, a piece of artwork commission. You know, mm. like cuz I Oh, that's a grown nigga term exactly. Commission. Uh, no, That
2: No, means the <laughs> nigga was sitting at home and I paid him to get <laughs> the fuck
3: up yeah. and do yeah. something. Okay. Did. Did. Do you uh, highlight the artist, sir?
1: Uh oh yes. Uh okay. his name is Nick Alexander on Instagram. Okay. Um okay. he's a young black guy. He does really great work. Support black business. Uh, yes, okay. support hey, black business. Okay. Definitely. Uh but yeah, like I was just telling him I wanted something that's like abstract but also a self-portrait uh so he pulled out some really dope stuff whatever uh is currently sitting on my floor in a frame because i don't know how to hang a picture julius has to do that for I'm me one day uh
4: let me know if y'all need a drill i thought i was just we we, we need something i mean I, 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 well, I don't we,
1: know what to do oh yeah, look, we go, look when you come to the house
0: the three of us can get
4: this bitch up on
0: the oh wall my, because we just I, figured out what last night that we had in the upside yeah down. it was in the upside down it
1: was yeah, it yeah. was a journey <laughs> we didn't but uh <laughs> i i am grateful for finally having artwork on my wall
3: yeah,
1: be there for more support. <laughs> you know,
4: yeah. come would, with the cocktails.
0: Are you bringing the liquor? Okay,
4: out. right. I'll be the bartender. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's look. If we need that. We need it. That's most time what I want to look for for payment. Okay, I'm like, are there shots it, or the shots oh, or food uh, or one of the two?
1: Yeah, is, is oh, cool yeah. for IKEA
4: oh, furniture. I'll put. Look.
0: Oh, I, put, I love. I, 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 actually, I, love
1: Ikea up. I, I actually love. It's easy to put furniture. together. It's easy to put together. It's fun. It's
0: therapeutic for me. Yeah, I love
3: it. Shout out to IKEA. I like
1: putting together bits. I actually like putting together furniture.
0: It's fun. Like regular furniture or Ikea furniture? She um, does
1: different things. I would say regular because even if I get it from like living spaces or whatever else, I would say the one time furniture had me fucked up though. Uh, mm. Back when I was trying to explore this like, you know, putting furniture in my furniture place, life? all this stuff. Yeah, when I was exploring that, I was like, you know, uh, I don't have to like match up my couches too much, right? Mm-hmm. So I bought one couch and then like for the love seat, I was like, let me get something that's similar but not the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I put it in there. About a day later, I was like, it bothered me so fucking much that like it was like mix match. And I took the time to like put both of the couches together. Mm-hmm. I called those folks. I said, come pick this shit up. I had them <laughs> to come and put together the couch that it was supposed to be a match with. Because I was like, you have me fucked up right now. Uh, so <laughs> that was like the no only time I did this. not. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, I it. It was like, no, it's no, not. Oh I, oh <laughs> like, have put, I
0: ain't never put no couch together. I didn't even know you put those together. So,
1: um, the way the couch came, like you had to put the, um, I don't know, what is it called? The little things that hold the couch up? The little legs? The little legs and all of that stuff, whatever, you know? Or
4: like the, the, like... So it doesn't scratch the floor. Yeah, so you have to put so all, all it, those yeah.
1: pieces. You have to unpack it from the box and everything. There that just seems like, yeah, that, I, I just, like, I no. I
3: can't visualize for I mean, interior, interior designer. designer. Just have the pieces in there. Yeah, yeah I'm, man, I'm, a <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not putting
1: nothing together. So I said, oh, workers, a hey, okay yeah, Come hey. here, You need to do this. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing it. Thank
4: so you. Exchange this shit. Thank you. What's up? What's up? Oh, that's hilarious. Friend, what you grateful for?
3: Um,. I have to say that I am grateful for this sense of trusting the unknown.
0: Mm. yeah,
3: getting comfortable and not knowing. yeah, mm-hmm. um, because it's giving me such a release, um such a freedom to do things that I've never intentionally seen for myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we were talking about last uh, last week how we have a certain vision of things mm-hmm. or we have a certain way that we see things going. And I've always been that type of girl, always been with a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Always having a backup plan. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um. But 2023 um, is really just going... Hands up on the roller coaster, and I hate roller coasters. Mm. You'll never see me in real life ride a roller coaster. <laughs>
4: really? So, like, you ain't gonna be my Six Flags buddy? Okay,
0: because if like... we
3: have a Blue to Pa Six Flags day, you, you ain't are, coming friends. I will be sitting right
0: there. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Be like, oh, look at them having fun. <laughs> so much
3: fun. No, no cake no, in no, hand. No. Okay. <laughs> wow. and the gag I is you. I worked at Six Flags, so I know how all them rides work. Oh, no, oh. but like, so no. what even the kitty the like, what if it's the kitty ride? Cha, you're not gonna convince me to do nothing <laughs> that I do not want to do.
1: That was one of the most annoying experiences of my life. So um me and a group of friends mm-hmm. went to Six Flags, I think, for 4th of July one year. Okay. Ugh. And the guy paid his money mm-hmm. for the ticket. It was like maybe a group of like 10 of us. Mm Everyone got on everything but him. He literally just stood there while we got on all those fucking rides. I was like, why did you come? Exactly. Why didn't you come? <laughs> I'm not, for
3: the ride. For no. <laughs> not going to be y'all. No. Stay your ass at home. Y'all not going to <laughs> chop me because... I'd be on
4: like the preferred line for X2. <laughs> okay look. Give me an express pad. Put me on the license. <laughs> I want like
1: like X2 Superman. is probably one of the best rides at Six Flags. cuz As it spins, like, I'm like, it's oh, this stupid. is a lot. I ain't never, I ain't never rode that. It's year, good. Batman. The oh, the oh, had.
0: They don't have those. They have those in the what? in the Six Flags here. The what? Batman and
1: the yeah we got right? won't do. I don't know the name of it, but the ride that like it takes you up, drops Superman. you. Superman. I, I don't, hate that. Super I man. don't do that. Anymore. I don't like I a I I drop. Drop. I yeah. that. I've done
3: two at Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I've done Ninja, and mm-hmm. I've done um, what I like is the it? Batman. What's the new one where they have two two coasters that go at the same time? Oh, uh, uh, I know uh, what you're um. talking about.
4: Oh, and I'm thinking of Drop of Doom. That's the one on Superman, but it's like the drop. It's like the Tower of Terror kind of thing, or like Supreme. Because Supreme it was kind of one thing. that
3: they remodeled.
4: Um, I know what you're talking about. I love with the 90 too.
3: degree with the 90 degree drop, child. Yeah, mm. I did that mm. one, but that was that was like oh. the adrenaline for me. I can't handle, right. like, I'm and I'm out of control, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: See, I'm that's how I feel it. on the Superman one because yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't like that if straight up Mark and down coming yeah. up. Like, what's happening? Like, I don't yeah. like. No, I don't
3: like that. Like.
1: I have high blood pressure. I probably have a heart attack on this spot. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they me, like. Yeah, stop. But yeah,
3: grateful for getting comfortable with not knowing because yeah. it's it's giving me a whole sense of like, okay, well you just you, now I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And experience things. And honestly, that's that's the the primary reason why I feel like I was able to get the jobs that I've that I've gotten, or yeah. at least the job that I currently have. Yeah, because I, yeah, I gave my, I gave myself permission to do something that I don't typically do. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, we
1: should talk about that more, giving okay. yourself permission. permission. Later, yeah. though. Later, Absolutely. though. Yeah, we, 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 yeah. No, You
4: said it, and I'm literally like, I'm grateful for giving myself permission because when I tell you that's all I've been about right now, yeah. Like, I'm grateful for giving myself permission to prioritize myself. Mm. Mm. Yes. Like, this is like a selfish year mm-hmm. for me.
1: But also, why does prioritize Selfful. yourself have to be selfish?
4: In, 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 exactly. And let me not even say selfish because I kind of check a lot of my friends when they're like, I yeah. feel like I'm being selfish. I'm like, No, I'm just putting me first. Like, when it comes to, we kind of talked about a little bit on, like, the last episode about, like, my tendency to, like, (gasps) like, pour into others. And I'm just like, no, that same energy that I go into the world thinking that the world needs so much of me, I'm like, that selfish that the world like I don't know, I wanna be like the Avatar and disappear for a hundred years and never yeah. you know what I'm saying? When the world yeah. needed vanished. Listen. When y'all need him, most, like, you know what? Actually y'all, y'all are fine without me. Like I don't need to like Yeah with all four elements you. Okay, yeah. I think you're good. Okay. I think the world is good, but at least enough that like I can take a step back and you know like this year i have more solo trips booked this year Mm. per capita than i have Mm. any other year and i'm like i'm owed that i should be able to do that you know i'm fully invested in like being the ceo of my company and like of course employing myself and getting myself booked but like i can really focus this year on like getting my djs booked and creating opportunities for other people and like we are a black owned company that has fully contracted black DJs, if not Mm -hmm. like brown DJs. And Mm -hmm. so I get to make sure that they get supported, but that's because... You know, the airplane crashing, bro, I put the mask on me first. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's not selfish, that's just safe, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm I give gratitude for putting the mask mean, on me first. Yes, exactly. So, that, I right. for 2023, Mm-mm. Get somebody I mean, else. Straight up. Shit. Uh,
0: so this week, we are getting into <laughs> what we getting into, friends. What we getting We're getting into, into talking about so you know we 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 our song for the week is is everywhere, Chloe and Hallie. Come yeah. on, Come shout on.
2: out to the uh, shout uh, out
1: to the girls. My face, my face, baby. Okay. They, they got next. They got next. They, they got now. What you mean? Well, I say that. I say that because we're still waiting, and trust me, I'm going to be the biggest fan of it, but we're still waiting for oh. Chloe to actually put out an album.
0: We are. We are. But well, we know that ain't got to do with her, though.
1: Well, we know that, so it's not okay. against her, but I can't say like she got now until I actually have the yeah. full album out there. Because listen, be Normani was putting out, like, you know... Oh. Single after single, yeah, What the album at, yeah, mismanaged. You, you feel me? Mismanaged. So, I'm like, once the album is actually out there, then I can say, You have now. Well, you know, her yeah. good
3: sister is about to, is about to, Little Mermaid, because yes. I can't mermaid. wait. So I was gonna say, yes. What's gonna
1: be hotter, Chloe's debut album or Little Mermaid? I
4: mean,
3: and this in the timeline of things is, is, is just cali then you know, mm-hmm. I mean. but see,
1: I have to say, like, so I was a fan of them, like. YouTube before yeah, Beyonce same, discovered yeah. them, right? Mm-hmm. Always loved them. Always loved Chloe's voice, that deep register, all that stuff. Whatever. As mm-hmm. so much as so I love Holly, Chloe is always like that, that girl, girl front and f- yeah in my mind. Like she's, not Beyonce. Like, she's my Beyonce, like she's my Beyonce, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? so, <laughs> I mean, like literally, I play her songs on fucking repeat. I have a whole playlist that's just her songs, just, yeah. Songs, yeah. Right. just her songs. So.
3: Well, Shout out to Surprise, baby.
0: Okay, <laughs> so we are talking. So in the in the in the vein of everywhere, yes. yes. Um, yeah. This week we're talking about scarcity mindset. Ooh, Mm-hmm. Because it's,
1: it's, LA. <laughs> it's everywhere in LA. It's everywhere in <laughs> LA. It's everywhere
0: in the black community <laughs> wow. in general. Wow. Yeah. So like, yeah. I guess we could just get just dive right into what's everybody's thoughts on on like
3: scarcity mindset and like grind culture. So I love the timing of this topic because. I was talking to my roommate about something similar to scarcity mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been in California for nine years and eight of those years I've stayed in the same apartment until Mm -hmm. last year where I had moved. Mm -hmm. And I had to commend my roommate because I felt like he was the one that ultimately like got me out of what I consider my poverty mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and what that's looked like in regards to financial, emotional, emotional, social, whatever the case may be, since we're talking about various forms of scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. um, was always anticipating or expecting the least of. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving myself permission to... Accept the most, yeah, of. Mm-hmm. yeah, um, and I had to thank him because I was like, it wasn't really until I met you that you had came, you know, into into the apartment because we was in a studio apartment, child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and he came in that bitch he was like oh your stuff don't work we need to get you a new one. Mm-hmm. Oh, i don't like this refrigerator we're gonna get you a new one yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um albeit it was for us and you know he was the one that was purchasing it it was just those small things yeah. those little seeds yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that have you know given me the the crops and and now the harvest mm-hmm. that I'm currently experiencing in my life as far as mm-hmm. being in a new apartment and you know establishing myself with a new job and you know taking the opportunities and the advantages of you know my music career and how I want that to look like for myself so Right. Um, scarcity mindset and, and for me, poverty mindset has had me in a chokehold for a while mm-hmm. um, because of my childhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What the, the representation of what that's looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My my family, no shade. I love them. We all have our work. Mm-hmm. We're doing the work. Mm-hmm. Blew the podcast. <laughs> um, that's what we do around here. Uh, but my mm-hmm. family... We were definitely ones that, you know, oh, I want to do this and I want to go here and I want to do that and never did. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, seeing that, um, you know, living paycheck paycheck to paycheck and, you know, bills and, you know, so on and so forth, like that's all I anticipated out of life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I have to work. Twice as as hard to be just as good, you know what I mean? Instead of allowing the ease and allowing the flow and following my bliss and following the joy, you know what I'm saying? Unlearning to relearn these new concepts for myself and really alleviating the scarcity mindset um, for myself and for my life. So, Mm -hmm. that's that's what it's looked like.
0: And it's so crazy because mine came along... It's it's crazy how we respond to stuff. Yeah. Cause like my family, so like we ain't money has never been a thing for my family, but the whole thing with like, cause it's always been a thing about like how like me wanting to do like music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always felt like I needed to like prove that I was capable mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. so like the scarcity mindset for me was just like it set in with. I just want you to i just want to i just want to have enough to not ask you for anything so that you think that i'm doing fine doing what i'm doing yeah mm. so i like which is
4: still scarcity yeah i just wanted
0: it, i just wanted them to think that oh, okay like he really could do this like because yeah. he ain't asked us for nothing you know what i yeah. mean so it was like that like it would yeah when i grew up like we didn't we never i never wanted for nothing growing up but it was me and my own like i'm gonna show you yeah. you know that i'm capable yeah so yeah. even though i'll be out here broke as hell and i just be like oh and never i'm a ramen thing, noodle this because
3: my family be like oh he's in california he's doing this he's doing <laughs> that i'm like girl <laughs> if only it ain't easy you yeah, know? Okay okay.
1: All. I mean, yeah. it takes work definitely mm-hmm. definitely
0: yeah. and it's one of the fucking hardest the most expensive cities
4: to to yeah. be
0: yeah
3: so california
4: i'm gonna need y'all to figure that out okay <laughs> well what we say last episode with 409 that gas being where it's set. It it's crazy because like this literally just came out of me normally i feel like i was coming to the podcast any podcast space but i'm always kind of like here's stuff that i've written in my journal or mm-hmm. it. but this literally just hit me right now when it comes to scarcity mindset and i think it's something that is especially creatives in okay. a major market mm-hmm. that we think about because it's like people love to think that, man, if you have a TV appearance, if you have this, like, you're paid. It's yeah. like, fam.
0: That was one thing, Everybody one time. in yeah.
4: LA, I don't care what you think, fam. Like, I had to look at myself last year, and I was still thinking that it wasn't enough, and then I, started, I was talking to, like, artist friends, like, touring mm-hmm. musician mm-hmm. friends of mine. They're talking about this from their studio apartment, and I'm like, I'm I'm doing okay for my one, yeah. day, one bath. Like, mm-hmm. Again, not that it matters, but I'm like, oh, I can afford this lifestyle and I can afford to do this. Or I might mm-hmm. say, like, I'm going here to this restaurant. Yeah. They're like, you're eating out tonight. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know it was like that, right? So what kind of came to me, right? And it, it, it's words are everything, of mm-hmm. course, once you know them. And I think when it comes to scarcity and our. Programs around money or programs around what is enough, right? Mm-hmm. I think you start a growing process when you realize what is enough versus what is provision. Mm. Right? I've had to grow to a place to realize what really is enough of a nest egg. Yeah. The scarcity would say, Cool, fifty dollars ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand dollars it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where somewhere right in the middle of that, or right, you know, maybe it's $100, it's, it's more than enough and it's the right provision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you need. Rainy day fund, you're good. Don't worry, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be triple, quadruple what you think, but yeah. provisionally, you might just need X. Right. Yeah. yeah. And X is okay. Rather than thinking like, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't have enough. Like, I know so many people where it's like, fam, take a day, you can take a day off. Yes. Go on a trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's hard but that sees, was me but see, <laughs> I, I, but see four days off like me like i'm over here like i'm looking and i'm like there's a eno- there is enough i the provision is there mm-hmm. if the nuclear apocalypse came tomorrow i'd be okay mm-hmm. but for right now that buddy that's there or whatever is there is provisional i'm good absolutely i'm going on a trip because mm-hmm. yeah
1: but see i also think that that's kind of like where that whole um hustle culture, that toxic mindset around like, you know, I'm always booked and busy comes from. Because I think that like, we as a society, we create this, this mentality that like, if you're not always working, if you take a break to enjoy yourself, you know, uh, we're always looking Mm -hmm. for something else to like, top what, not even what we've done, but what the next person is doing, because we want to show them what we think, exactly what we think. What we think it's what we
4: think. Yes, person yeah. is doing yeah. that yeah. in itself is like that's the scarcity, right? Because mm-hmm. we never know. No one knows really what happens. The only person that knows what happens when you wake up is you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because it's like none of us here are like married or in significant enough where like maybe there might be a partner that we're sharing a room with or sharing mm-hmm. a space yeah. with, sharing a bed with, and yeah. it's like they might see that every single day, but. No, no one sees what happens when we first wake up. The only people that witness that are ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? But we fill our minds up with, and it's not even the famous people. Kevin Hart can talk about his morning routine. The Rock can talk about their morning routine, and we can say, oh, okay, I think I know what this quote-unquote successful person does Mm -hmm. in a day because millionaires say routine is everything to making millions, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, (sighs) and I love a routine. But also, for the next man the next dj producer yeah. party promoter company owner whatever it is and my isms right mm-hmm. my perception of what they're doing yeah is guiding what i think i should, should be doing, be doing yeah. mm-hmm. and that in itself is scarcity yeah mm-hmm. yeah because again what what did i mention last episode where it's kind of like i'm just falling further and surrendering further into alignment yes. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. whatever is mm-hmm. in alignment with me is not going to be what is in alignment with you and that is a good thing yeah because all I want to do is support what is in alignment with you. Yes, yeah. And I would hope that y'all want to support what is in alignment with me. And that mm-hmm. might be. Sleeping for ten hours. Baby, mm. I don't give a That's fuck what? about your grind culture, and you need to be up at five a.m. Well, today yes. I'm sleeping for ten hours. Okay. I'll be up yes. at ten.
3: Because one thing yes. I'm gonna do is nothing. Okay, it's <laughs> not a damn thing.
4: <laughs>
0: okay, so talk to me about y'all. Like, what has your experience been like? Kind of finding your footing financially,
3: like living out here in L.A. Ooch-lay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um it's 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 the continuous analogy for me of a roller coaster. Mm. Um I think I have gone from you know definitely the pr- provision mindset or mm-hmm. the survival mindset for sure um or honestly cuz I I've just come into this realization for myself in 2023. I love stability Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love security being safe Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. safety Mm -hmm. and for me for James Eric Barmore Jr
1: come on come on on full name
3: (laughs) that you know I love having a job
1: Mm -hmm. Mm.
3: you know I I will definitely like take ownership of that and definitely take ownership of like yeah Cause everybody in california has a job everybody's an entrepreneur everybody's you know a business person everybody's pursuing those things and by all means do that mm-hmm. by all means do that there are certain parts of my brand that i know that i'm going to be able to expand to and build on and so on yeah. and so forth as well in the in the future but until then i am going to use other people's money to fund what the mm-hmm. fuck i want to do yes. come
4: on that OPM. you mm-hmm. feel me run it up
3: um so having that for for me and finding my footing um really just came recently for me and understanding what it is that I'm really comfortable with yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and from there um deciding how I want to move and how I want to navigate and in specific doing things going back to 2022 that are going to give me Full sensory fulfillment, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and things that I really, really love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's food, that's some type of anesthetic, and that's music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I could find um, a job or a career um, that has any of those things, working in food and hospitality, working um, in music, working in you know any of those likenesses of industries. Then I feel like I would be happy um, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and fulfilled mm-hmm. in, in that way. Um, prior to that, it was just a lot of trial and error and head above water mm-hmm. and stress and anxiety of, you know, like, I have to work because I have to pay bills and I have to pay bills so I can mm-hmm. live and I can live and I can make music.. Yep. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is not healthy for mm-hmm. anyone especially for me child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so finding my footing has has now become, girl, make your money but at least love what you're doing if you're going to make Yes. if yeah. you if you're, you're going to make the money. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
0: And I think my experience has been the total antithesis where it's like where you saying like I I am not a job person. I have literally been fired from every job I've ever and I've had like I think in my lifetime I've had over 20 jobs. Mm-hmm. I think I've only quit 2 of them. Wow. Uh jobs have just never worked for like I I re, I have been more successful working for myself than working at any job that I have ever had. So it was like I think the change for me cuz it took so long for me to like find my I guess in a sense my footing out here financially. Yeah. Um and it was really, it's so crazy to say that because, you know, you be people, everybody, you know, manifestation is like a thing, but it really right. kind of is a thing for me. Yeah. And like, when I changed my mindset about money, and I'm still like, hey, is this something I still have to consciously do every day? But like, because you know i'm a mantra person so my mantra for the longest was just that i'm safe and i have everything i need and that's mm-hmm. literally what my life was i just i got by yeah but like yeah. once i started changing that every day to i'm safe and i exist in a place of abundance that's mm-hmm. when i started having more mm-hmm. and like yeah. shit just started coming in and <laughs> yeah. it was just like but i don't know like the the structure of somebody else's situation of like another entity never worked for me mm-hmm. and it didn't it didn't start working for me until i like leaned into making the shit happen for my own self yeah sure. so yeah it's it's been
3: a journey yeah i have to thank you for that mantra too child yes. let me tell you
0: some she gets you through
3: that, yeah it, it changed a lot it changed <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot in my life for sure and i added on that because i exist in a space of uh, in a space in a capacity mm. Of abundance, Mm -hmm. yeah, in all capacities, Mm -hmm. all spaces, Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. environments—not just money, not just money—you know what I mean. Everywhere, yeah, I got money everywhere. I got love, okay. Because I want to take
4: a break, but I think when we come back, I think it's also a matter of, like, yeah, we can talk financial abundance and financial stability and Mm -hmm. financial wellness in, especially in Los Angeles, subjectively in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. right? As artists, all day, but I think it's also like the spiritual or the spatial mm-hmm, abundance to mm-hmm. be in spaces and feel not just good enough to be there but feel whole enough and deserving enough to yeah. be in those yes. spaces yeah. too and i think also that comes with walking the walk of being an artist out here and feeling enough yes right mm-hmm. regardless of finances but feeling like i am talented not even talented enough but i'm more than talented i'm more than skilled i'm more than capable right yeah right just it kind of mm-hmm. aligning with this feeling and beingness of being capable Mm -hmm. so maybe i kind of want to talk a bit about that when we come back uh
0: have an idea for a new song and need help bringing it to life call junior need music production mixing or mastering services call junior with over 20 years in the music industry let him take your sound to the next level Now I am extremely particular about production and about mixing and mastering because vocal production is extremely important to me and he's been the only engineer that has really been able to master balancing my sounds the way I like. He has been the only engineer I've worked with since 2015 and he will be the only engineer that I work with. He does amazing work with amazing turnaround times. Guys, he's just amazing and I wouldn't recommend anybody I don't use. So if you are interested and need quality mixing and mastering services quality production services visit usjrpro.com that's usjrpro.com or call him at 323-849-5507 and schedule your session today all right let's get back to the show
4: welcome back blue the podcast blue the podcast. subscribe blue. Everywhere. All, the do, okay. all, all the good things all the good all the things good, all the good things uh we've been talking a lot today about scarcity mindset which i just want to applaud people listening for, like, I don't know, trigger warning sometimes. I it, think, yeah. like, like Just because it could be a lot. I feel like some yeah. people have already gotten read th- today and so, I, and I also want to thank y'all and thank y'all for the courage and like for even sharing mm-hmm. um, some of the, whether the financial parts of the scarcity mindset we've experienced, but also um, more, the abundant parts, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even like for me, I, I kind of moved to Southern California 2017 back from Phoenix and then moved to move to la like end of 2018 right Mm -hmm. took me a year but then came to la and have done the things man it's been a crescendo Mm -hmm. as far as finances right Mm -hmm. because 2017 is when i left left corporate Mm -hmm. so it's taken till now i feel like where i'm like yes i work for myself i do run my own company Mm -hmm. like you know Mm -hmm. and i don't know i still be kind of some people ask like how are you making money i love when i still get that question i'm Mm -hmm. like clearly i'm not going hard enough showing that like (laughs) i really like own and operate a a entertainment (laughs) company (laughs) like but like a a full-blown entertainment entertainment company company. which is nice but it's like i feel like it took till like last year and it was when i got hit during like that wave depression rearing everything Mm -hmm. that like i finally got the the bounce back the recoil mm-hmm. of yeah. like, all the lessons mm-hmm. and you were kind of mentioning like using all of you yes yeah. to yeah. to 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 perform mm-hmm. right and, and it took like last year was the nah baby use all of you mm-hmm. use all of you and, I, and then i saw myself change my life in a space to where like i'm in a space now where i'm like if i want to go on trips i can go on trips mm-hmm. and that ain't funded by by nobody else but me yep. yeah. you know what i'm saying well i got people working for me when i'm not here yep. you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's a nice thanks but it took till I don't know if that's any kind of relative, you know, if that's relative to anyone who's like, well, how long does it take to like be an entrepreneur in LA? Mm -hmm. It it, it's been a process for me. Yeah, left corporate, you know, was DJing during that time and was doing it side, but Mm -hmm. full time DJing started twenty seventeen when it was like I have no choice. I left corporate. This is the only thing I can do. Yeah, and it took till twenty twenty two. Like mind you, we did twenty seventeen till twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Built up the company for three years and then. Yeah.
3: The pandemic in a bunch happened. Okay. You know, 100%. And then it,
4: and it, and it took till, you know, and then you have the year you come out of the, not even the pandemic, but you come out of quarantine yeah. and you're picking up the pieces of people like, we need events, we need weddings, yeah. we need all this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Now I'm a hot commodity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm still dealing with like spinning that <laughs> success and spinning that need and that need in this new socially distant space as an entertainer. Yeah. And figuring out where there's the best kind of equity. Yeah. And doing mm-hmm. it with like all of the years of experience that I have yeah. at working corporate and working for myself and bringing that in yeah. and bring that mm-hmm. all together Word. And, Word. into a place where it works. Right. Word. Yeah. Word. I I think I want to switch gears somewhat because we can talk financial scarcity mm-hmm. and I feel like that's the most tangible yes. look of scarcity, right? If it's just, hey, our values and what's in the bank account. Yeah. I want to know you guys' experience with scarcity as it pertains to mental, spiritual, emotional scarcity, especially as it pertains to social spaces—whether mm. friends, family, romantic mm-hmm. interest. When it comes to just not feeling enough, mm. and it's not exactly what's in your bank account.
0: So I will say this: oh. um, in my last relationship, that was something that I had that I combated. W- Like a lot because, you know, my, my ex and his group of friends were all in the tax bracket that I was not. Mm. And so it was always this, this war inside of myself to feel like enough when I was around them Mm. And I and I often didn't, but I just used to try to tell myself, "Well, your value is in who you are, and you mm-hmm. know, like people fuck with you for for you, and you bring this light to a space. Sure. But it's still like this war inside of yourself that it's just like, no matter what, you're always gonna realize that okay, it's, it's shit costs money, and they can do things I cannot. Right. Mm-hmm. So and so that was a huge thing in my romantic relationship, and even. Even with like, I talk to him a lot about because he knows a lot about like my relationship with money, and a lot of a lot of spaces and a lot of. Well, I don't think we've ever had this particular conversation, but even just like stuff that I know that he can do that I cannot. I do my best to kind of pivot around mm. like certain things, but it it is something that to for a very long time used to fuck with me because. And then especially out of, at the, out of the transition of my old relationship because it's just like I know a lot of that ended because I couldn't share certain experiences. Mm-hmm. And I started and I did for a very brief moment start to be worried about my relationship with my friend because at the end of the day, it's shit you, can't, it's shit you can do that I can't yet.
2: Mm-hmm. So there
0: was like a lot of this like putting a lot of my value in what I was financially Capable of doing, and it did. It it fucked with me for for a long time. So that mm-hmm. is a. I understand. I identify with
3: that fully. Mm-hmm. I can pick it back off of that. I feel like I deal with that in real time, honestly, uh, with social spaces. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends working in the industry when mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, find my footing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think one thing that has assisted me in, in that is that I wouldn't be around these people if mm-hmm. I didn't carry similar energy.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yes. I, I wouldn't have the things that I do have for myself had I not been the same caliber of person mm-hmm. that you know, mm-hmm. I surround myself with. Totally. Beforehand, I I used to think of it as, you know, these are people that motivate me. These are Mm -hmm. people that inspire Mm -hmm. me. I Mm -hmm. want to become or I I aspire to be like these people, you know, that I have in my circle. But
4: you're of the same class. It
3: was finding the value. Mm -hmm. It was finding Mm -hmm. the worth. It was finding, Mm -hmm. you know, the confidence within myself to be like, no, bitch, like, you're that girl too. You know what I'm saying? The things that you do um your friends can't Mm -hmm. do (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I'm saying so take ownership of that Mm -hmm. you know be be proud of that and you know and and move as such yeah um Mm -hmm. you know and I think one thing that you were talking about as far as travel that was a huge one of the biggest pivots of my life last year in 2022 yeah um because I was so worried I was so worried. If I take off work, then bills, and I gotta pay bills, mm-hmm. and I gotta mm-hmm. live, and I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my Tante working at this restaurant, and she was like, "Sir, you don't have any kids, you don't have any mm-hmm. responsibilities." Yeah,
4: and that was the time. Go on the go on go the on trip. trip. Figure it out. Her. Okay, just uh, go. And <laughs> it's
3: the easiest now. <laughs> that shit is scary though. It's uh. so it's, uh, it's it was such a point of anxiety for me yeah. because I I didn't know. What existed outside of what I knew mm-hmm, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm, yeah um but I remember you know sitting there looking at the ticket price which was not bad she was mm-hmm. only a four hundred eighty two dollar ticket oh Come baby oh, oh, but still should should
2: have
3: have that was that was still a because it was like oh my god it's four hundred dollars what am I can use that for for a bill for yeah but again
4: what's enough and what's provision right exactly yeah
3: it's but once you, once I made the choice and once I did, I was like, well, I did it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember even the process of me going to the airport and actually being able to get on. I had to dish out uh, an, an additional $250 for an expedited COVID test that I did not have. Mm-hmm. And I was, again, at that point of stress, at that point of anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if... This wasn't supposed to happen, then I wouldn't be here, or yeah. I wouldn't have made the choice. So I remember, you know, calling, calling family members and, you know, asking for this money to mm-hmm. get this test mm-hmm. so I could catch this flight mm-hmm. in the next 20 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And wow. I got you, cuz. Yeah. Or I got you, nephew. I need this money back, mm-hmm. but I got you. Got you, sure. and, so I, nice. and and it and it happened, and it worked, and I went, and it changed my life. Yeah, mm.
0: stuff like that was where I realized that, like, I had to again when I was talking about like existing in this place of abundance. I had to relook at like wealth and like what that I had to relook at what it meant because mm. it didn't look like like for me and my mind's thinking. Yeah. Wealth, wealth, and having what I needed looked like to me money in the bank. Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the reality of in this part of my life, my wealth exists in the relationships I have because there's no person I can. People fuck with who Talk I am, and nothing. It. And any time I need anything, the people that I know that fuck with me don't have no problems with saying, "Oh yeah, you." And most of, niggas don't niggas don't charge me for hardly anything yeah. because they just fuck with me. Yes, yeah. and so. My wealth is my wealth doesn't look like how I want it or I think it should look like but it does exist and I yes. had to kind of realize
4: like that. But it's recontextualizing yeah. what wealth is, right? People mm-hmm. think like wealth is million dollars yeah. but it's yeah. like, I would trade friends that could get me into Coachella for free, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, and hear yeah. me out like I'm not saying the material but I'm just like where yeah. as artists or as people in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, there's a million dollars, but there's people that are like, I know one person that got a private jet. One person that's like, "Yo, fam, like, mm-hmm. how would we fly to Coachella in a private mm-hmm. jet?" And just because mm-hmm. just I'm cool with, just because I'm cool with them, they, I'm manifesting this. By yeah, the way. okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: speaking. Don't,
3: don't what it's what a baby. Affirmation. Because okay. I have well, to. Well, look, two. just bring me because I, I, I have to so take okay.
4: two off in case anyone's you know in case those powers at be tell right, you got you know, a like, home wealth may not be the the financial means to say i can pay for the private jet ticket to coachella yeah i could pay for a vip ticket to coachella yes yeah i'm just thinking of something tangible that we can wrap our heads. yeah from, right yes. like yeah. wealth might be i got the friend who got a pilot's license yes I got mm-hmm. the friend who got the private jet i got mm-hmm. the friend who works for golden voice because mm-hmm. i'm cool with them they like and that makes the you. resources unlimited. Yeah, Bam. that makes the re- who's the money to get there. I got yes. friends that, regardless yeah. of whether I'm a yes. billionaire or, because think about it, billionaires travel people that just pay for shit. Yeah, other thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not even that. Like I needed the money. Yeah. to do what I get. Coachella with the private jet VIP. No, it's I knew a pilot. I knew mm-hmm. uh, 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 someone someone had a plane, and I knew someone who worked for the promoter. Yeah, yeah. With those three things, fam, I'm wealthy as hell. I'm yes. wealthy.
0: Yeah. And you can go every year. <laughs> like it's not like a it's not a one. The the coin will get me one. I can go this this one time. Because if I don't got the you. coin next <laughs> time, I can't go. If I got the relationship though, and they going again in twenty twenty four, girl, they going they gonna call, Yeah, I'm going with you. What you wearing? Right. But
4: that's yeah, a part know. of our 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 grown lives. Are like recontextualizing what like what enough is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What wealth is. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's. I, I think that's maybe why I said like I want to talk about scarcity and outside of just financial Mm because it's like you grow to realize that it's going to also be the relationships you Mm -hmm. have wealth for me is contingent on the people that i can call when i'm in a pinch Mm -hmm. when it's i'm on a freeway i'm going to a gig i'm not late but i got to be there by two Mm -hmm. it's noon i'm on the four or five tons of traffic and i have a flat tire Mm -hmm. is that sending somebody ahead is that having the person that i can send ahead is that Mm -hmm. the person who lives in let's say i'm off the 10 i'm in culver city yeah coming from where i'm from and and, and perfect i got that person right there that like with a tire yeah dog forget a million dollars is the fact that i can still get to my gig in time and yeah. i have someone who can bring me a tire or help me put the tire on whatever mm-hmm. it is right
1: it's the resources that i can call in immediately yeah that's what wealth is for yep. me i I, agree. I think that like uh just as i've been sitting here and listening to everything you all have said um I've been trying to think about what my relationship with the whole scarcity mindset thing has been. Mm-hmm. And like the thing that comes to mind is uh, when I was about ten, I um I used I used to love acting. Community theater was yeah. my thing also um Loompa. I, that. That I did not
2: yes. know that.
1: Love it. Yes. Uh I consider but, the corporate job. There's there's gotta uh, be some inspiration. So, uh, <laughs> No, so I remember uh, coming from one of the uh, rehearsals one time, and my dad uh, asked me when I got in the car, he had like this red avalanche or whatever, hopped up in there. I was a short little thing, still short. Um, And uh, he was like, you know, uh, so how did it go? And I was like, it went good, but I think there was this other little boy in there that was like better than me. And he stopped me from talking, and he said, don't you ever say anyone else is better than you. Mm. And I think that from that moment on in the way that he would talk to me and the way my grandfather would talk to me, I think they possibly did maybe too good of a job Mm. with um, instilling a certain level of confidence in me Mm. so that when it came to Thinking that like I wasn't good enough for something, or that like I was, I I didn't look good or whatever else mm-hmm. it was. Those things never faced me, and I think the mm-hmm. way those things showed up was like, let's talk about scarcity from a financial standpoint.
3: Yeah.
1: I even to this day, but well before like I started working at the place I'm working at now and making all of this money, whatever else, I would eat off for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because money just like wasn't a thing in my mind is like it's always going to come back it's mm. always um it's yeah. like trusting that
4: it's going to come back
1: yeah. I'm like that I was the, that's yeah. the hard part though I'm it like is. I know I'm not an ugly nigga so it's like cool whatever I can I can get any dude I want mm-hmm. so I think like a lot of those things never really uh processed for me in in certain ways and I think that like I've always had to do the work of like reeling myself back in in a lot of situations Mm -hmm. i think like a case of point or whatever um relationship type stuff right Mm -hmm. i think in a relationship i think one of the ways that like i would i would cope with something is if i felt like you know somebody was doing something that um i think for the typical person would make them feel insecure in my mind it's like well, I'm not not ugly. So like, I can go and just get somebody else, whatever. So Mm -hmm. then I'll have to kind of like mentally play myself down to kind of redirect how I'm going to show up in a certain situation. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like so much of like, I spent a lot of my time trying to, um, I think, pull myself back in with a lot of things, because I think there has been so many times in my life where like, I'm not really cognizant of like, oh, everyone doesn't have the money to just like be blowing money like that and i think that like Mm -hmm. just my journey here of finding my footing in la which is something i I always say like i feel extremely blessed because Mm -hmm. from the time i graduated uh grad school it's like moved out here to go to grad school at usc um Mm -hmm. the second semester i got an internship that was paid and then i just kept getting job after job, they kept paying more and more and more and more. And, more and, and now I do pretty well for myself. And so it's like a lot of things just never really set in for me. And I, and I mm-hmm. think in, in a lot of ways. And so I think like I've possibly have like the opposite experience of what a lot of folks uh, have possibly had. Yeah. Uh, and I think that like, again, I just like I spend a lot of my time trying to, um just recontextualize how I should be looking at things uh as as opposed to walking through the world, yeah. because, as he knows like um I have a very smart mouth I say you're like you you would be hard pressed to try to tell me that anything that I say is not right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and so. I think that that is something that like. He's, so is it he's confidence or is it, it a
3: slight level of
1: delusion? <laughs> <laughs> you, and,
3: and it could be that. It, 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 <laughs> and,
4: and it, to it to could look, be that. But to be, I'm see, sorry, to live in, and in I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. But see, yeah, and, that's right. it, and, so and
1: that is the thing, because of the way I feel like my father at a very young age started to um, instill certain things in me. Yeah. It put up such a barrier where it was like there's nothing I can't do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like I'm not ugly. I'm always gonna make money. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. so. What can you tell me that's really going to affect me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only way for me to kind of like maybe get out of that delusion yeah. is to kind of bring it back down for a second or whatever. And maybe at times like, let like if I'm in a relationship, or whatever, and the shit ain't going well. Mm-hmm. Let it rattle me for a second or whatever, so I can see how it could feel. Because I know if mm. I go to that state of delusion, mm. it would be, Damn. I don't have to deal with this shit. I can just go, like, mm-hmm. fuck this other nigga over here or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, sure. I, I spend a lot of time trying to undo those. Yeah. No, that's awesome those to things. see the other side of it, too. Yeah.
4: Because, like, I'm always. Experiencing that I, I don't know What I want to do Is take a break Okay take break. I might say too much um, <laughs> Cause she was loaded uh, <laughs> I, was like, oh. well, I was like That's so good Let it, you know. it it's out like let, to let it confidence. out Cause <laughs> Maybe, I'm like Maybe Cause that's why. I'm, like, I'm over here sitting like These girls ain't it to me <laughs> I, mean, so it like, I was like I was gonna start reading As like the toxic Token straight nigga mm. diaries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, we, you know, we need We need to hear Cause we don't know What goes on over there I can get into it. We don't, mean, don't, don't know, know what goes on. Right like here. I try to get myself into the, into the face of delusion, like but I'm, and then I'm like, <laughs> but no, they don't want me? You know what I'm saying? I mean? I kind of get to that. So let's do a quick break, and we'll we'll, we'll kind of maybe shift into almost like the scarcity versus abundant mindsets of just even the romantic relationships. Mm, yes. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So more blue the podcast when we get back. Blue the pod.
1: Wow. Blue
0: taomi tea and treats believes in providing quality loose leaf and herbal tea to heal the mind and the body they hand blend and create custom blends that aid in digestion anxiety stress and low energy taomi tea and treats highly believes that the tea experience shouldn't be boring which is why they believe in enhancing the experience through unique delicious recipes and luxury tea tasting events they are committed to crafting an elevated tea experience for everyone. Now y'all know I love me some coffee, but the rich, delicious blends of Taomi teas have got me adding tea to my morning routine. So y'all better get out there and get y'all some. Visit www.TaomiTeaAndTreats.com. That's www.TaomiTeaAndTreats.com. And follow them on Instagram at Treats. All right, let's get back to the
3: show. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Welcome. Blue, the Podcast. And we are talking about scarcity mindset. But I believe our good brethren here. Oh, wow, why, why are you going <laughs> there? Uh, I thought the people about to uh, forgot. We weren't redirected. We come on. Come on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> never forget. Uh, lavarco I love that you have always <laughs> felt so sexy. So, <laughs> so know, like everybody yeah. lucky to have you. I figured out me I'm, too you know what right. that's great that y'all have always felt that i
3: have a lot of information said i can have any bitch that i want
4: wow I, I listen i
3: don't know if i'm gonna write that but i need to write
4: something synonymous with that because like I'm, I'm getting there now because i'm like yeah not every woman is deserving of my time and i'm not saying that i i ever thought that every woman deserves my time but i right. think that there's this like how come they don't want me when you strike out Mm. and i think i pay attention to the more i pay attention maybe like your successes too but i pay more attention to the strikeouts Mm. than i do the wins because most times those outnumber the the wins yeah Eh, it depends (laughs) (laughs) we're talking dating talk about it no it's just like but again you, you you realize one you like thank god for what God's rejection or like rejection being God's protection. Yes, yeah, you know that, that, that was something I heard recently, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Damn, that's so true." Because it's like you also see where maybe some of your crushes end up, and you like, maybe, baby, mm-hmm. yes. mm-hmm. baby. Yes. Hey, I thought you was cute yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and shit. Like, maybe it's a good thing that mm-hmm. didn't work, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. but because be like crazy. I'll be there time and time again. We're just not feeling enough, and kind of having. I know I make the joke, but it's like having that that uncle phil uncle phil how come they don't want me moment, mm, mm-hmm. when you'd be like i'm so dope right how come mm-hmm. you don't and just realizing that you could be the sweetest peach i actually had a former girlfriend that said this but she said you could be the sweetest peach in the bunch but sometimes you're just gonna meet people that just don't like peaches mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's i'm so happy you said that because i think a big piece of it is that like somebody not liking you or wanting you has nothing to do with you but and, to do it right them. And as long as you know that it's like you're good like i mean i as good as i think i look i know i'm not everyone's cup of tea you know what i mean and like i'm okay with that because guess what there are a lot of the niggas i'm i'm their fucking <laughs> everything do you hear me Jesus so I'm, i'll be I'm like tea, i'm, listen, I'm listen, I am your fucking a your a tequila like i i am everything do you hear me what's good do you hear me <laughs> Shit.
4: But I want to know uh, scarcity versus abundance mindset. How has that manifested to you guys subjectively when it comes specifically to romantic relationships? How has that shown up, uh especially as you guys have matured a little bit more? Hmm. I can take it. Go ahead, friend. Oh,
0: yeah, you're good with it. it. You've been, 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 you been taking <laughs> them. I've been, <laughs> taking out oh, I've been taking them. Take
3: it there. Take it there. So. You know, I have definitely been someone that is coming into the level of confidence that I feel like you have always exuded, right? Ditto. I feel like... (laughs) Getting there right now. (laughs) I'm there now. No see, no shade. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I feel like, you know, a lot of my validation was definitely external Mm -hmm. before it was internal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so uh, a lot of what i thought was value for me um was in the way that you know people wanted me the way that people lusted after me Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. way that people you know desired me in Mm -hmm. a sense um especially in in relationships but I considered myself different to be you know who i am in hookup culture versus who i am in a relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm completely separate topic <laughs> um we, can, we can't be it in both you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're finding the through line yeah, yeah we're finding the through line to make line it work sure. it's, it's got to be the both but it,
4: it's mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the finding yeah, part that yeah. balance
3: but um scarcity mindset in relationships i think for me has just been like, oh girl, I'm looking for everyone else to do the things that I need to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 2023 is now I'm giving myself everything that I've ever wanted.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's
3: like, if I'm giving myself everything that I've wanted, what can you offer me? Yeah, mm. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. You need to be adding to yeah. what I'm already giving myself yeah. for me to actually consider the things or, or, or consider you as a person or consider you into the space that I'm, you know, cultivating and, and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah,
3: is, child. If that's you, a whole different yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, you. it is. That's a whole
4: different podcast.
3: But if you're not. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I'm there, too. With I'm combating my overpouring, mm. and like mm. now seeking out, like now trying to make sure that when whenever I do engage with somebody romantically, that there is a give and take. Yes, yeah. that there, you know what I mean, and, and making sure that I am requiring it. Yes, yeah. and you know, so yeah, because I don't, I don't want to deal in the overpour anymore. Because it's like now, I think now I realize I also deserve shit.
1: Absolutely. So
0: it's like yeah,
1: that's. Yeah. yeah, I I think maybe going back to like the character flaw that like I was bringing up earlier, um, I've been told, which I mean there has to be some truth and validity in it, because uh, I've been told by multiple partners <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I I come off very condescending, oh. which oftentimes makes them feel as if they are never enough for me.
2: Mm. And no matter
1: what they do, um, they can never make me happy. Uh, And I think that maybe that just, again, comes from whatever mental thing that I've created to, I think, Mm. project that and and just always wanting more or, or not even more, but wanting something very specific. And then when I feel like I'm not getting that very specific thing that I want, it then just, you know, it just evolves. Well,
4: because is it not scarcity, right, to feel like I have to do it all alone, right? Okay. Trusting that I can let support in Mm. ain't no way. That scarcity to say that like I can't call on you, let alone we get into a romantic relationship, and I think that's why to the point you were talking about, I need to be with someone who who can add. Yeah. And as a man who dates women, Mm -hmm. I'm figuring out what that means in this thirtieth year. Mm -hmm. This is my Mm thirtieth year this year, Mm -hmm. right? I'm I'm and I'm at that point of like, okay, cool, Mm -hmm. single at thirty, and not like. uh Like, yeah, that yeah. is what it is. I've created that for myself. Absolutely, I'm, I'm happy with the decision. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm not, but it's like, so what does addition to my life look like? Yeah, mm-hmm. from a place that I am enough. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. Y- 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 like, I I hear you on. Well, people don't feel like they can add to it, but then it's like that's a scarcity defense mechanism that you've built up because what you project out is that. I don't need nobody, mm. right? In that, mm. a lot of us, mm. a lot of men, a lot of women, certain to a certain extent, whether we're, we're, no matter where you are on on the spectrum of sexuality or who dates who, correct? We're in a dating culture of people who are sitting there saying, "I don't need nobody." I'm a real nigga. I'm a bad bitch. Yeah, I don't need nobody. But see, I, yeah. I
1: don't, I don't, I don't give that. You know, that, you know, what and, I'm and so. But but to your point yeah. though, I think like my thing is like as strong of a personality like I may come off as heaven and everything. He probably disagree with that cuz I know he's like said certain things or whatever. Um
2: like, <laughs> I like re- re- I, <laughs> I I think in
1: relationships I'm very vulnerable and soft. Um, you know, with with the people you know, I'm in a relationship um. with. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, because, you don't say that with your whole No, be, be, exactly. because, <laughs> because my thi- my my. So my thing is right when it when it comes to that right. I think for me it's I don't I, I don't need you to take care of me right. That's not mm-hmm. why I'm entering into like this situation. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I what I want you to add to my life is. Moments we can share that, cause my love language is like quality time, physical mm-hmm. touch. So moments where we can, you know, create memories together. Yeah. You know, uh things that I can look back on and it can make happy moments for me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need you to take care of me. I don't need you X, Y, and Z. Now, you know, like you buy me gifts or whatever, you plan a date and all of that stuff, whatever. Am I going to like that? Of course, you know, but it's it's not the materialistic thing, so i I never project the idea that like, oh, I don't need you, because if that's the case, I'm just going to be single, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like i I think that it's more so, um when I just feel like you're not measuring up to what it is I think I should have, or I feel like I deserve to have.
4: Mm-hmm. That's when the condescending nature comes out.:
1: Yes but i think i've learned that um it's never intentional on my part at least it's like it's not like i'm consciously doing x y and z
4: comes from right it's that like no matter what for you to feel safe when
1: all else fails
4: you can make sure that you can project. well look i got it I right, well, and I, I got options. Going on. Yeah, I know. When all else <laughs> fails, your default setting, yeah. <laughs> unconsciously, you ain't gonna it another nigga. I can <laughs> another, find a nigga. No, look, let, let, <laughs> let me tell you the car I, oh, no. hey, I, I got got it. It. that's your default mode, right? And a lot of people get that way. A lot yeah. of people, and whether it's like knowledge based or we are all gonna default to what the fuck we know because yeah. mm-hmm. who is so other than a monk. Who is confident in uncertainty? Mm. Like literally, can mm-hmm. sit in it peacefully, blissfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all learning to do that. Yeah, but ain't nobody but a monk. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, can sit there. The world is burning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Something gonna come. We're learning how to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nigga, right now, there's a fire. We we we're, we're at the. Hey y'all, there's a there's a fire. I'm not gonna raise my voice. Hey y'all, there's. There, like I'm not. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm still not raising my voice yet. Mm-hmm. But if y'all don't hear me by the third time I say this, I'm gonna choke all y'all. Okay, out like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like or it's I'm, like we're getting there. Or I'm yeah. just gonna but our walk In especially for you, right? Out of a place of like, I ain't gonna be nowhere that don't nobody know what's going on because at the end of the day, you know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your default setting is yeah. going to go to this. Like, sounds like you don't know what you're talking about, kid. Let me tell you. Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, yeah. Basically, I'm I'm, make, I'm and I'm gonna tell you a couple of times to make sure you hear it clearly. <laughs> to make to make sure you're because obviously, like, hey, there's there's some miscommunication and some like misunderstandings that's going on right now. So, how how can we get can we to get like the to point, <laughs> you know. And find some some a resolution It's, healing, it's a healing, you know, look. a path forward, oh, you know. Yes, see, that's it. soft. That's this bold, it it's soft? <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> <laughs> Not to prove,
4: it's soft. It's soft. We know more. It's soft. It's just I'm the only one that knows. Right, I'm the only one that yeah. receives it as soft, resolution. but yeah. it's soft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's soft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's comforting.
0: Well, <laughs> but, well, well I mean.
4: I, Look, I know we can go on and on and on about this, and I and I hope that the listeners want to do that as well and talk with us. But mm-hmm. we got our tags, we got our handles. We do have to wrap on this episode. We do, Mister Jake Gordon. I'll let you take us out. Hey. But thank you again for the space you've created for us, of Ken. Course. I appreciate yeah. you for that
0: because it's great and it's healing and all the, well, all the things. All the things. So thank y'all for listening to another week of our lovely. Podcast, podcast here podcast. blue the yes. pod okay, oh, okay. If y'all want to keep up with what we got going on visit our website at bluethepodcast.com. uh we love hearing from y'all see y'all know every fourth episode is our talk that talk episode so if it's some shit y'all want us to talk about email us and let us know because we're just gonna spend that whole episode answering your questions Sorry. and talking about your things we want to hear from y'all so email us at talkwithbluethepodcast at gmail.com. Send your questions there. Yes, and yes. y'all know we love to end with an affirmation. Um, affirmation. Oh. And so for this week, please, uh, you know, I'm going to take this one with me in my heart. Yes. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I want to walk around with this in my spirit all the time. Bring it. Okay. Tap. Our affirmation this <laughs> week is money somebody. recognizes Let me. me. Okay. Money recognizes me. Oh God! Money does. is comfortable around yes, me. it is, okay. baby. Yes. Money likes me. It does. Money it will me. chase me always. Yes. always. yes, take yeah. that in your spirits. <laughs> <laughs> carry it in your shondo. Shondo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Not
4: carry that. It. I'm ready to get it in your spirits. Oh.
0: Okay, and we will see y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening Ooh. and joining us here, at Buddha Podcast.
4: Bye. Bye.